0: I love video games so much. I'm pretty fond of this podcast too. They're fun. This is fun. Video games are fun. Well, not all games. Echo the Dolphin's not really that fun. But most games are fun. You know what isn't fun? Buying razor blades. And my friends over at Harry's agree. And that's why they started their company. And I don't understand why anybody would buy razors from anyone else. I'm super serial. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG and pick up a $3 trial set to find out for yourself why I'm so damn serial about this. Harry's makes the best razor blades out there and they ship them right to your front door. I don't think I'm allowed to lie in these, but I'm not anyways. I've been using using Harry's for years and I've never considered going anywhere else. The blades come in this awesome little container that's easy to travel with and keeps them sharp and clean and the razor handle doesn't look like a piece of plastic out of cyberpunk. Those handles are great for high school kids with peach fuzz, but you're a man now. Shave like one. And it's not just the blades. Looking good is great, but smelling good is just as important. Harry's has skin softening body wash with scents like stone, wildlands and redwood. I don't want to smell like plastic. I want to smell like a man. They have awesome smelling deodorant for $5, hair products, grooming supplies, everything you need to go from a five to a nine. Well, like an eight, and we don't want to overpromise. Well, like an eight at least. Harry's offers subscriptions so you can get your blades and supplies when you need them, and you can feel free to cancel at any time, but you won't want to, I promise. Listen to me. Harry's is legit. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just three bucks at harrys.com slash rtg. That's harrys.com slash rtg for a $3 trial set. What's up everybody, welcome back to Remember the Game, it is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank, thank you so much for listening to the show, and this week it is episode 256, and it's not only one of our stupid sexy sponsored episodes, it's one of our special episodes. Stupid Sexy Sponsored Episodes. And uh, if you don't know, last November, on uh, my 24-hour Extra Life Charity Stream, four generous motherfuckers donated $1,000 dollars re each to the Stollery Children's Hospital here in Edmonton just for the chance to pick a game and come on this show to talk to me about it. Uh, Captain N did Dark Cloud a couple of months ago. Juris Dr. Mario and I talked F-Zero two weeks ago. And this week, McG has selected the Sega Arcade Classic space harrier to chat with me about and if you're wondering blaine the hoagie man is the fourth donor he picked metroid prime for the gamecube and that's probably going to be next week's episode Uh, but this week like i said it is all about space harrier i'd never played this until a couple weeks ago when i picked it up on my switch And as far as games to do a podcast about, I'm going to call it like I see it. It's not the meatiest bone in the basket. It's a a game you can play in about 15 minutes. It's very basic. No power-ups. It's one button and a D-pad or joystick is all it takes. But let me tell you, friends, this game is right up my fucking alley. I love basic high score arcade games and after my experiences with Golden Axe and Altered Beast I have a lot of time for Sega arcade games so this was like Galaga meets F-Zero meets Gunsmoke all in one and I was all about it it was fucking awesome so uh, like I said my guest this week is longtime friend and supporter of the show my boy McG he grew up playing Space Harrier on the Sega Master System and he's opened my eyes and taken me back to the church of Sega and it's just like every Every week that we cover a Sega game I become a bigger and bigger Sega fan I can't understand why as a Nintendo fan we spent the 90s bitching about each other I I don't get it but anyways we'll get to all that in just a minute because speaking of spending all our time bitching about something it's time for another edition of the remember the game infamous intro <laughs> if you're new to the podcast welcome aboard and consider this your warning our intros are kind of long but they're fun we talk video games and stuff you should hang around it's a good time and admittedly our 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 intros are longer than a playthrough of space harrier so like it's they're they're not short but hang around give them a chance if you do just want space harrier talk go about 30 minutes up the road you hear music You're there. Uh, I got to do my plugs. You know, it's how we keep the bills on around here. We have merchandise, hoodies, t-shirts, coffee mugs, all kinds of stuff. Rocking incredible art drawn by my man Joe from 4545creative.com. You can find all of our merch at rememberthegamepodcast.com. If you're interested, great way to support the little guy and support Remember the Game Industries. And of course, if you don't like clothes, you could always just support us over on Ye Old Patreon. And I want to make a quick note about that. As of August 1st of 2023, our monthly $2 Patreon tier will be increased. To three dollars uh, before you freak out and you're like, Fuck him, then there's well over 300 archived podcasts available on that level now, ad free. The second you sign up, new shows going live every week. There's a ton of other perks. I'm gonna get into all that in the spiel here right now. And the extra dollar uh, will be going toward advertising. Remember the game, covering the cost of me, hopefully, traveling to some expos to promote the show, buying some advertising online, and all that kind of stuff, and try to spread the word. Of the church of Remember the Game. We're not actually a church. Please don't yell at us. We pay taxes. Uh fuck, that's gonna get me some heat. Anyways, uh, and you'll still be able to sign up for an annual subscription at the two dollar price if you're interested in that. So and trust me, if you can stand the sound of my voice, and if you can, you're getting value because we offer up to four extra podcasts every week. Every second Monday, we do Purple Monkey Dishwasher, our new Simpsons podcast, hosted by myself and my friend Mark McHugh. Every Tuesday, I drop the Rambling Idiot where I talk about my comedy career. TV, movies, sports, whatever else I feel like. Every Friday, it's Game Patch, which is my modern gaming news show where I talk about the biggest stories in gaming, new releases, etc. And Expansion Pass goes live every Thursday. For my money, that's the crown jewel of the Patreon crown uh, it's a different gaming show each week we do rankings we look back at characters consoles genres we do some comedy episodes there's a fucking ton of modern game reviews and this past week it was one of our most anticipated modern game reviews ever expansion pass 168 The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom review former Hall of Famer Mark McHugh swung by the show and we talked about this game for a good hour and a half it was almost all spoiler free then a short spoiler uh, spoiler cast tacked on at the end as you can probably imagine we had a lot to say about this one and as is becoming tradition here is a sneak peek of last week's episode of expansion pass our legend of zelda tears of the kingdom review and this clearly is the link from breath of the wild and i love that the game starts you've already got the master sword you've already got full power you've got the 80 hearts along the top of the screen or whatever uh and then and then shit hits the fan quite quickly and uh, it's kind of, frankly, horrifying where you see that dead demon thing and um, and Link loses his arm and then gets that new funky arm. But then it, with losing his arm and losing everything, you lose the Master Sword and you lose all your hearts and everything. I really, like, that That intro caught my attention because I was like, oh, okay. like what? Because let's be honest, the stories in Zelda games have never really been anything to write home about. And wow. this one actually did a pretty good job. This it's one caught my attention pretty quickly. And, like, this is going to be minor spoilers. This is we're still talking about like the first like 10 minutes of the yeah, game. Yeah, we're still we're not going to yeah, we're early, yeah. But like I I'm a huge Ocarina of Time fan. I'm sure that like everybody like everybody who grew up with Ocarina of Time knows the name that's now available on our archives and this week it's expansion pass 169 I should have done something better with the 69 thing but we're going with a topic that I've been kicking around for a while now and that is where should you start I get asked all the time Adam I'm new to Final Fantasy I'm new to Mega Man I'm new to Metroidvania, Zelda PlayStation Xbox where should I start so this week I'm going to cover a bunch of topics genres systems ecosystems and let you know where you should start if you're a noob so it should be a fun episode again subscription started a couple of bucks a month you get new podcasts every week instant access to hundreds of ad free archive bonus podcasts plus access to the thousand plus member remember the game discord the chance to vote our patreon poll every month the ability to submit comments to be read on these shows you can dm with me and even get a shout out and get to hear me mispronounce your name like i'm about to do to most of these people and listen i haven't recorded one of these live in two weeks last week's was pre-recorded so there's a lot of shout outs this week so uh get comfortable here we go a huge, huge Thank you, too. Dave Matthews Hand, Ken Dale Johnson, Bear6669, Lord Stay Puffed. Are you a god? Yes. Turbo Mango, KC Kev, Wizard King Caleb, Yuri Bakiro. I hope I said that right. Spencer Clark, Dog Tribute, Johnny Zubu81, Dave Hampson. SNES is best. Agreed. Adam's Lazy Eye. Shouldn't be spending any money. Gene, I don't know how I'm supposed to say this. XX Gene mix X. I don't know if I'm supposed to say the X's. Mr. Personas beat me at Tetris. Uh, El Wapo Riv Raffi Goldfarb Pep Super eighty eight John McKay A J Muker Muk Mukerji Mik- Sorry, AJ. Axel Blades, Justin Tate, Provoked Lotus, FR, Thomas Fitzpatrick, Brian Duckett, Jackal Flats, 56 Canadian Gaming, Briscola, Bram, Ocean, Jack Norps, Thomas Miller, Britt, Casasanta, Casasanta, C. (laughs) <laughs> ravishing rick probably rude simram Singh, elberna 2164 annabelle clyde mickle apollo's wrath donkey schlong gal gal game 06 marshall cooper mike Kle- Klesmith, marshy daniel mac nino's game room and dj white boy kys i sure i fucked some of them up Wear that as a badge of honor, kids. And thank you all so much for the support. Welcome to Remember the Game Industries, patreon.com slash Game. And to wrap up the sales pitch, don't forget, 5% of our Patreon income is getting donated to the Stoller Children's Hospital this fall, and we offer annual subscriptions. That'll save you a little bit of dough. And finally, you can find me over on Twitch. I'm going to be pretty active over there over the next few weeks, because I don't have a lot going on. twitch.tv slash Game. Come by and say hi. It's good times. I'd love to see you. That's enough blowing myself. Let's blow some of you by blowing in some cartridges. It is our opening segment here on the show. I read it few comments and questions from our patrons usually gaming related but not always and we call this segment blowing in the cartridge He blows all right he blows big time that's it get into the spirit (laughs) let's blow and just before we get blowing let me just say first of all i I took one week away from this podcast and i'm just so happy to be back like the week off is nice it's nice to break up the routine and just you know not be in this office every day but fuck me I i just I love doing this podcast, and I fucking hate it when I'm not doing it. It's weird. So I hate how much I like talking to you kids, but I love talking video games. Uh, And second of all, I just quickly wanted to say, anyone that came out to the show in Ottawa, uh, I guess it was a week and a half ago now, but June 30th, uh, it was packed. It was awesome. I met so many awesome uh, listeners and signed some stuff and took some pictures, and it was just very fucking cool. And I I just want to say thank you. To everybody that made the trip, whether you drove down the street or across the country or over the border, if you came to the show and I met you there, or even if I didn't meet you, if you came to the show, thank you. Uh, It was fucking awesome. It was so much fun. Shaylee says thank you as well. She got to meet a bunch of you too. Okay let's blow some of you blowing in some cartridges Chris2105 wrote in and said hi Adam I was just curious what console you consider underrated or underappreciated for me I think it's the Game Boy Advance SP not only does it play the awesome library the GBA has but I think this console gave us two things we take for granted with every other handheld sense number one it comes with a rechargeable battery as a standard and number two the backlight meaning we can literally play this thing anywhere I can't remember how many times I went to bed to sleep but was actually up all night playing on this thing and then when I heard parents coming upstairs I quickly pulled the flip screen down and pretend to be asleep and carry on when the coast was clear love the show keep up the awesome work and bring the people a Yoshi's Island revisited episode promise you we will eventually revisit Yoshi's Island fucking love that game uh you know <sighs> I mean the GBA is awesome the GBA SP part of me in particular is fucking awesome and as I play more GBA games because I didn't play a lot in it's prime I have I have grown to be quite fond of that little bundle of joy I would you call the GBA underappreciated I guess you could argue that anything's underappreciated but I, a lot of people love the GBA. I don't know. I, I've always said the three consoles I consider to be the most underrated in gaming history are the PlayStation Vita, the GameCube, and the Dreamcast. And I will die on the hill that I think the Sega Dreamcast is the most underrated console of all time. I think it was ahead of its time. And I think it was just in too cluttered of market with the PS2, the Xbox, and the GameCube. And I think they'd done a lot of damage to their brand at that point. Not going after you Saturnians. But I'm just saying... And uh, I think it was too little, too late. But I, I am, I, I am. I haven't played a lot of Dreamcast, but I am a card-carrying fan of the Dreamcast. And then the GameCube is just awesome. And I think the Vita was spectacular. And it just, I think they fucked themselves with those stupid memory cards, quite frankly. But I digress. Anyway, thank you, Chris, for writing in. Chet Walters wrote in and said, "Will you ever do a Fire Emblem episode?" I like that you got right to the fucking point, Chet. And the answer I can tell you with one billion percent certainty is yes. I don't know when, the only Fire Emblem games I think I've played, excuse me, that I've played through to fruition are Awakening and Three Houses, and I would love to do an episode on Awakening, but I only played it once, and it was years ago, I need to play it again, and then I know they just added that one to the uh, GBA on the Nintendo Switch, and I, I'd really like to, I want to I play all the, I'm a Fire Emblem guy, I want to play the, I love these games now, I want to play more of them, so I don't know when, they're long games, they take some time to play, but I, I, will, I will promise you, uh, either I will die or the show will die. Uh, no, wait. Well, I mean, I guess I can promise you both of those things. Uh, either, either an episode will happen before the show dies or I'll die first. Hopefully this is the first one. Cause I, I don't want to die, but yes. Fuck me. That turned morbid. Yes. We will cover fire. Astro Alpica wrote in and said, hi, Adam. I hope you're enjoying your summer so far. I am. When you started to remember the game, did you ever find yourself becoming more afraid of success than failure? Oh, Astro, there was no fear of failure because I didn't think I could possibly fail because I didn't plan on succeeding. And I know that might not make sense, but it's true. I never thought anyone would listen. I just wanted to learn how to edit podcasts. So I was, I, I had no fear of failure. Uh, I live in a constant state of fear of success. I am terrified that this show has grown beyond anything I can control and I'm just going to fuck it all up someday and it's all going to go away. And so, yes, I live in a nonstop... Uh, state of fear of success but I'm never afraid of I guess now I'm afraid of failure but I wasn't back then now I'm afraid of fucking it up but no uh I guess fuck me I suck at this (sighs) yes I am more success more afraid of success than failure uh, thanks for writing in buddy Roger Russell said with my Blink 182 concert coming up down here in Tampa this Monday what is your top Blink 182 album mine is Dude Ranch I think that album is their masterpiece not a bad song to be found Cheshire Cat is a close second I'm a huge Dude Ranch fan uh, my favorite Blink album is probably the self-titled one I think that album is spectacular but I, I mean I love Cheshire I love Dude Ranch I love honestly I think the only one of their albums I didn't really get into was the one with Skiba that they did toward the end and this got a couple of good songs on it but like Neighborhoods was great, the self-titled album was awesome. Take off your pants and jacket and Enemy of the State were my high school years. Dude Ranch was dope. Cheshire Cat. The the live album's awesome. I just love everything Blink does. I'm a fan. But yeah, I'll I'll go with the self titled album uh standard ass brian so that super mario brothers 3 episode last week was great did a fantastic job reminding me of just how amazing i thought the koopa kid airships were and it made me think that's probably why i love the airship track and mario kart 8 so much what are some of your favorite mario kart tracks uh daisy daisy cruiser from double dash is probably my favorite track of all time and i'm so fucking stoked that it's coming to mario kart 8 this week tomorrow today the day this goes live holy shit that's probably my favorite track. I love that track. I also love Bowser's Castle from Mario Kart 8, particularly. And then Toad's Turnpike and Yoshi's Valley. I think is what Yoshi. I think that's what the Yoshi one is called. From uh Mario Kart 64. The one where there's like multiple paths and you can like you never know who's in the lead and stuff like that. I, I really like I think it was called Yoshi's Valley. If it wasn't, then whatever that track was called. Those are probably my favorite tracks. Uh Lauren Guy. Said, hi, mate. As most Europeans, I grew up heavily under the Sega and far away from Nintendo. I do want to fill up the gap for every big Nintendo franchise. Where should I start? That is a big fucking question, Lauren. Um, definitely listen to Expansion Pass tomorrow because I'm going to talk about where you should start for a whole bunch of things. But if you're just asking where should you start with Nintendo as a whole, prob- I would s- I would get myself a Switch, sign up for Nintendo Switch Online, even just the basic subscription, and I would start with the Marios and the Zeldas. And... If you want to skip the NES, I wouldn't skip the NES, but the Super Nintendo is where those franchise peaked. So it's up to you. If you want to go OG, then I would start with the NES Marios. And if you want to start where it got really, really, really fucking good, then maybe start with Super Mario World. But definitely start with Mario and Zelda. Uh good luck. Fuck, I wish. Wow, I wouldn't give to play those for the first time again. Uh BO problem. I got a BO problem here. Wrote in and said, Hey Adam, I know you like Ninja Turtles questions, and I don't think this one's popped up on blowing in the cartridge yet. Of the four turtles, which would you like to take on a lad's night out? Which would you like to have a chill day with? Which would you live with? And which would you like to have your back in an argument? Uh so i I want Raphael to have my back in an argument for sure. Cause uh, you know, he's Raph. It's he's probably the loyal he's loyal to a fault. And he's fucking good fighter. So I'd rather I'd like to have Raft have my back in an argument. I would like to go for a night out with. I'd want to live with Donatello because he would make the apartment or the house better because he'd build a bunch of cool shit. I don't know if I'd want to have a chilled. I I'm trying to choose between Leo and Michelangelo for a lads' night out and a chilled day with. I'm gonna. I'm going to go with uh, Leonardo for the night out and a chill day with Michelangelo because I don't think I could keep up with Michelangelo anymore out at the bar. But I could spend a day with Michelangelo smoking pot and playing Xbox. And then for the night out, I'd go out with Leo because I feel like he'd want to go home in a reasonable time. And as would I. It's a good question. Thank you, B.O. Problems. Good shit. And finally, before we move on, it's letter time. It's letter time. Marchie wrote in and said, Hi, Adam. First time blower. Feels good to say that. I've been listening to your podcast on multiple on the multiple commutes I make a week for the last month or two before I finally decided to join the Patreon and it's been a huge positive addition in my life. Thank you. Something that's been on my mind for a while. Do you think modern gaming is going the way of having one uniform console that all games are distributed through and played from? Eventually phasing out the need for a PS5, Xbox, PC, and Switch, etc.? Or do you think there'll always be a place for the niche differences between all of the platforms. Personally, I feel like eventually everything will be on one platform that can be doctor portable like the Switch. It's powerful, power, powerful enough to run all modern games. It can host all game stores and hubs, which is what I think things like the Steam Deck are the genesis for. Love your work, man. Thank you. Well, thank you, Marshy. Uh, that's a good question. So, do I think eventually we'll get away from individual consoles and there'll just be one platform for all games? I hope not. Uh,. Because that would suck. Variety is the spice of life. And listen, I understand it sucks. And I agree with you sometimes. It does suck to have to buy, you know, a $650 PS, Canadian prices, a $650 PS5, $650 Xbox, a $400 Switch, like, you know, a PC. I get, I get that buying all the systems sucks, but competition is the best. Like, that is a great thing. And if we end up with just everything on one system, Uh, then there's no competition and they get pretty well charged and do whatever they want. Now, could I see a future where maybe you get one system and then you sign up for an Xbox Game Pass subscription, a PS Plus subscription, a Nintendo whatever subscription, and then you get all their games all on that one system? Maybe, and I'd be okay with that. But I can't imagine all of the big developers working together to make that happen. So, I think the only way that we only ever have one system is if all the other ones go out of business and that would be a bad thing for gaming. So I, yeah, I'm going to say no. And uh, I hope I'm right. I'm going to say no. I don't think that'll ever happen. And I I don't want that to happen. I do agree though. I am a huge, huge fan of my Steam Deck. And uh, if you told me that I could get PS Plus, Xbox, and Nintendo games all on that, I'd be happy to pay, I'd pay, I'm not even kidding. I'd probably pay $120, $130 a month. To have access to all those games on my steam deck that i could dock and play on my tv but i i don't we'll see i mean who knows but i am gonna say no i don't think it'll ever happen uh but we'll i guess we'll find out uh thank you marchie for writing in thank you to everybody that wrote in as always i'll answer a few more blowing in the cartridges questions on the rambling idiot next week as always in my left blover segment but let's move on it's time to switch it up and get into our smash hit segment the official game show of remember the game industries it is play one remake one erase one And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES for unknowingly providing us with the theme music for the show. The rules are simple. Every week I give our patrons three retro video games. They can play one as it was released, remake one as a modern game, and the third is a race from time forever. And as always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a right one, and we'll get to that in just a minute. This week we're talking Space Harrier. So I went with three other Sega Arcade classics. The House of the Dead 2, Virtual Fighter 2, and Crazy Taxi. And this was a two-horse race with both options voting to a race virtual. Virtual Fighter 2. Almost 80% of the votes said erase Virtual Fighter 2. Then it was just deciding which one to play and which one to remake. And the winner turned out to be 38% of you voting to play House of the Dead 2, remake Crazy Taxi, and erase Virtual Fighter 2. So let's see what a few of you had to say here. Then I'll tell you what the right answer was uh flinny123 wrote in and said i haven't played any of these so i with what i thought sounded dope i'm gonna play virtual fighter 2 i'm not super into fighting games but it looks awesome i'm gonna remake crazy taxi because it's the only one i heard of and i think it'd be awesome if it was made into a modern type game and that leaves house of dead to get erased it looks like a zombie apocalypse game which is dope in of itself but i'm a little whiny bitch baby who can't take anything remotely scary so that may make me the dope but at least i'm following the rules sound logic I'm also, uh, what did you call yourself? I am also a little whiny bitch baby. But I don't know if I could bring myself to a race house of the dead too. It's pretty fun. But I, I like your logic. Uh, no one is getting stabbed in Toronto tonight. Wrote in and said, play Crazy Taxi. It's still pretty fun. And could you imagine how choked people would be to get a full remake with modern new game costs with no changes? What could you really change? It's basically a knockoff GTA with just shitty driving. Oh, wow. Erase, erase House of the Dead because I don't want to remake a light gun shooter game. They belong in arcades and feel out of place anywhere else. I agree. And that leaves remaking Virtual Fighter strictly out of necessity. I've never played it. Probably still wouldn't, but the other options are so easy that that makes this one just fall here. I've never had someone write in and just have to be like, I guess I'll remake this one because I have to. That is a hot take. Stabbed. That is a hot take. Duke Buoys. Said, totally long time listener, totally long time player, and totally not an alien looking for his desexofibrical allocator. I can't say that word, but sorry. They they said, sorry, been loving Nobody Saves the World and had to work it in. You knew goddamn well, Duke Booies, that fucking referencing Nobody Saves the World will get you on my show because I love that game. Well done. Uh, anyway, I have not played any of these, so I'm just purely judging a book by its cover. I'd play Virtual Fighter 2, as it looks like one of those games you pop in and you know you're going to have a fun time. I'll remake House of the Dead 2, as the box art looks a little worse for wear, but I still would want to give it a chance. As for Crazy Taxi, I've heard of this game. I've seen this game. I know it's loved by many. However, I want to give the other two a chance chance in the light bye bye crazy taxi hey you people are racing crazy i haven't played any of these i've played actually i've played house of the dead too I can't, I just, ah, I can't bring myself to a race Crazy Taxi. I can't do it. Numb mp 3 said, play Virtual Fighter 2. I'm not a huge fan of fighting games, so there's no need to remake it, but I could see myself wasting an hour or two trying to learn combos and make myself like it. I'll remake Crazy Taxi. This game has a special place for me, as it's one of the only games with Kingdom Hearts that my mom would sit and watch me play and even want to take a crack at and force me to take turns. I feel like a remake would hit me with a huge punch of nostalgia. And then erase House of Dead 2. God damn, I hate on rail shooters. That's fair. I I don't usually love them either, but there's something about House of the Dead that I enjoy, but I, I, fair enough. And Lance Jones said, play House of the Dead 2 is a cheeky light gun game when visiting an arcade is always fun. Remake Crazy Taxi. I haven't played it, but it can't be as bad as the next game. Erase Virtual Fighter. Why does it even exist in a world that already has Tekken? Is Tekken that good? I know that probably just triggered something. I don't play fighting games. I don't know. People seem to preach about Tekken like it's gospel. I'm Fair enough if it is. I don't know. I, anyways uh, I'm going with the runner up this week 32% of you including Smash Bro 2013 who said hey hey hop on in it's time for some Crazy Taxi play Crazy Taxi remake House of the Dead 2 and erase Virtual Fighter 2 I'm actually kind of concerned what a House of the Dead remake would look like but it's not quite as top tier as Crazy Taxi for me and there's plenty of other fighters I could play over Virtua Fighter I actually agree with most of your logic there as well I'm gonna play Crazy Taxi uh, because I never have and while it can't possibly be as good as the blatant simpsons clothes simpsons road rage i've always wanted to play crazy taxi i have it on my steam deck i gotta play it i gotta play that game soon we will do an episode on crazy taxi i promise uh i would remake house of the dead too because i've played it in arcades and it's really fun and i it's it's just a fun game i don't know and then i'm gonna race virtual fighter 2 because we don't need any more goddamn fighting games we already have tekken yeah i'm a tekken guy now even though I've never played it or know anything of it. We have Tekken, damn it. We don't need any more fighters. Uh, Thank you, everyone that wrote in to play along as well. Let me tell you what I've been playing over the last week, and we'll get into Space Harrier in just a minute after I pause for a drink of water and a quick word from one of our sponsors. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all need somebody. Your spouse, your friends, your family. Lean on me when you're not strong. I hope my singing did it ruin your day. But the point is, we all need relationships. And unfortunately, they're not always easy. They take work. My substantially better half and I have put more work into our relationship than just about anything I've ever touched. And that's how she's been able to stand me for so long. It's give and take. And therapy can be a great way to help balance the taking with the giving. I've been beating this drum for a while and I will continue to beat. Talking to a therapist is one of the best decisions I've ever made. It's almost like a massage for your mind. My therapist has helped me be a better partner, friend, and person. And honestly, sometimes they've just been a great ear to bend when I need to vent about the stress in my life. And therapy can help anyone. You don't have to have been through some crazy trauma to reap the benefits of talking to somebody. If any of this is getting through and you're thinking about giving therapy a shot, consider better help. I've used them myself and they're legit when they say they make therapy as convenient and accommodating as possible. Fill out a short questionnaire and they'll match you with a licensed therapist that suits your needs and you schedule appointments around your schedule. And all of your sessions are done online or over the phone so you can squeeze in a mind massage when it works best for you. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's slash help, remember the game. Okay, it's been two weeks since I told you what I've been playing. So, what have I been playing? A lot. I've been playing Space Harrier, which I'm going to tell you about in a minute. I've been playing AEW Fight Forever. I've been streaming it sometimes too over on Twitch. Uh, I'm gonna review that on Expansion Pass next week, I think. I've been playing Final Fantasy 16, which I'll review when i am done it. I gotta be honest, I'm fucking really, really, really liking that game, but we'll see how it ends. Uh, I've been playing Metroid Prime on my GameCube, really, really, really liking that fucking game. That's gonna be next week's Remember the Game, I think. I've also been playing the Final Fantasy 6 Pixel Remaster uh, for an upcoming episode of the show. I've played Final Fantasy 6, but it's been a while, and I've been I started Fallout 3 on my Steam Deck while I was away on holidays. Um, I would like to review Fallout 3 on the show eventually too. I just need to, I've only played it once and it was years ago. And, uh, I've always wanted to go back to it. So I started playing on my Steam Deck. It crashes a lot, but when it's running, it plays really, really well. And that's, I've been playing a lot of video games over the last week or two. So, and we'll be talking about all of them, I think. Space Harrier, we're doing Fight Forever. Fight Forever, Final Fantasy 16 will be on Expansion Pass, Metroid Prime, Final Fantasy 6 or revisited, and Fallout 3 will be on Remember the Game and Sp- Yeah, we're gonna cover them all on podcasts. How about that? Anyway, let's talk Space Harrier. Let's knock one of those games off the list. That's why you're here. As always, I like to let my listeners sound off on the game we're covering before my guest and I hog the mic. So let's get to a few of your comments. Joel, hurry up and play Act Razor White wrote in and said, Good game. Forgot it existed, honestly. Now that I'm older, spacier, and hairier, I'll have to give it a shot. Graphics were great, and the game was kind of hard, too. Remember when games were hard? Yes. This game is fucking hard. Also, I like that you're older, spacier, and Harrier. Me as well, Joel. Me as well. Yeah, this, this game's hard as fuck. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, the Eel Neckhart Foundation wrote in and said it was indirectly advised to play Space Harrier by Mr. Libido and Yakuza 0 to unlock an erotic video of the arcade attendant. Sega thinks we need to be bribed to play Space Harrier, and they may be right. Dude, so many people wrote in and said this is playable in Yakuza, which is fucking awesome. Uh, but you don't need to be bribed. It's just fun. I mean, an erotic video of... Yeah, I mean, I do like erotic videos. All right. Uh, <laughs> I never Those are words I never thought would come out of my mouth together. Uh, Doug Walsh said, Thanks to my parents divorcing when I was 12, I had both an NES and a Sega Master System as a kid. My love for the NES was absolute, but Sega's pseudo-3D graphics were one hell of a mistress. Space Harrier's command to get ready warms my cockles. he said cockles every bit as much as mario's here we go i'm thrilled to see this game reviewed on remember the game next up for your consideration outrun and thunderblade we actually talk about outrun on the show a little bit you'll hear about that near the end of this episode and you said so when you were 12 your parents got divorced so you had both a NES and a sega master system Fuck, i wish my parents had gotten divorced they were in love so i only got one system man you fucking divorce kids had all the luck frosty bear said this was a weird one i played it on the master system as a kid the graphics were rad for the time the concept was cool but somehow the game didn't gel for me maybe because it was so goddamn hard it was also bare bones some pickups like rockets or things that, that might have added a bit more depth than don't run into trees that's an interesting point frosty bear and we get into that on the show a little bit would it be better with pickups or is there something beautiful about the simplicity you Listen and find out. We get into that. And Johnny from Virginia said, Ouch! You're doing great. Star Fox got all of its good parts from this right here. The epitome of 3D gaming in the early 16-bit era. Took 3D World Runner and basically gave it steroids. I definitely see the influence in this game in Star Fox, but I gotta tell you, personally, I like Space Harrier a lot more than Star Fox. I know it's a hot take. I've never been the biggest Star Fox fan. But I see the comparison 1 billion percent. Anyway, that's enough. Let's get into Space Harrier. That's why you're here. I've killed enough time. I'm gonna queue up some music. And when it stops, McG and I are going to take a long look at Space Harrier, which originally released worldwide in arcades back in December of 1985. Fuck me, we're old. Enjoy the podcast. Let's go. All right, so as I'm sure I said during the intro and all of that, this week we are talking Space Harrier, an arcade classic from those nerds over at Sega. This is pre-Saturn Sega, when they were still respectable and not fuck-ups. And uh, there we go, now I've got my shot in at the Saturnians for the week. Joining me on the show this week is the third of the four horsemen of the Extra Life Apocalypse, I guess. Uh, Last year on my 24-hour stream, we had four generous individuals each donate uh, a nice sum of change to the Stollery Children's Hospital for the opportunity to come on the show. And now, eight months later, I'm getting to talk to them this week. It's my guest, <laughs> McG. What's up, buddy? How's it going?
1: Not too much. You, buddy.
0: I'm doing good. I, I like this game, so I'm doing good. And we'll get into that. But let me just say, first off, uh, thank you for your donation to the Stollery. And thank you, uh, on a personal note, for your patience. Because when we when I did my 24-hour stream in November, I intended to bang all those episodes out by like the spring. And now it's July 11th as we're recording this. So, uh, for a game that takes like 20 minutes to play, yeah, so it's pretty. Say, yeah. <laughs> Everybody
1: else picked 40 plus hour games, and I was like, "Yeah, we'll do one that about the length of a joint."
0: Yeah. No shit. <laughs> it, it, it about is. So, uh, thank you for your patience. I, I oh, appreciate no that very no much. Um, now, before we get into talking about this game and the and the meat on the proverbial bone here. Uh, I got to ask, dude, why why Space... Because you had the option. When these guys sponsored the shows, they had the option to pick the game they wanted to talk about. Why Space Harrier? What is it about this game?
1: Uh, space Harrier was... So when I got my Sega Master System, because I was a Sega kid for the longest time, most of the games we got were just your side-scrollers, like your Double Dragons, your Altered Beasts, your Wonder Boys. And then shortly after we got it, we got this game. And the third person rail shooter blew my mind. I'd never seen anything like it at the time. Um, yeah, yeah. Totally. And it was just, it was so much fun. It was so different to me that I was just, I just got hooked on this game because it wasn't like everything else that was out there at the time.
0: Totally. I dude, I got to tell you like, fuck, I'm just looking it up now. When did this game, this game is old, 86. 1980. Geez, 85, I, yeah. yeah. Released in arcades in 85 and then hit home in 86. Um, 87 holy gee like i gotta tell you i i played this for the first time in 2023 like so forget 1985 i played <laughs> this in 2023 so that's what 38 years later and uh and i was impressed by it today like i was like i could i was shot so i started i played the, the switch version the the sega ages port yep. and, and and i was like there's no like this has to have been upscaled or something so then i looked up like some old school footage i'm like no, this is what it looked like. Yeah. Like, I, I was shocked that this is a fucking 80s game.
1: Yeah. One thing the Master System did really well was their arcade ports. And I don't know how they did it because it was only an 8-bit uh, machine. But, yeah, the, the game looks almost identical to the arcade. The sound is great. Like, the, the sprites are pretty detailed. Like, it, oh, yeah. Uh, it's pretty impressive for, like you said, a game from 1985.
0: Fuck yeah, it is. Like I'm not, you know, y'all know I'm not a graphics whore. I don't really care what my game looks like. Make it fun, and then if it looks nice, that's a bonus. But just make it fun. That's yeah, that's how I like it. And uh, and this game is fun. So we're gonna get into how the gameplay and shit works. But I, I just like I'd I'd be remiss if I didn't pra- like praise how this game. Not only the way it looks, because like you said, like it, it it's smooth, uh, the, it's bright, it's colorful. But like I don't, I'm not a tech guy. I don't know, but like. I feel like it's 60 frames per second. If it's not, <laughs> if it's not, they fooled us really well. Like it is so fast.
1: There is no lag in this game at all. None. And there is a lot of things on the screen at any given time.
0: Yeah. Like it is it is like we just covered F0 a few weeks ago. And I one of the things I love about F0 is even if you're not going that fast, it gives the illusion that you are. Yeah. And and that was a launch title for the Super Nintendo. This was a fucking arcade cabinet that went to the master system. And with all due respect to the master system, uh, it doesn't quite have the balls that the Super Nintendo does. Oh no! And (laughs) this looks like a Super Nintendo game or a Genesis game like it was I was shocked. So before we get into anything else, the gameplay, the music, all that, uh, I have to I have to legitimately like give it a tip of my cap. For how it looks this was shocking it, it was so so gorgeous the the master system box art doesn't do it justice no, that was no why master I went system with the arcade dude is
1: anything justice I <laughs>
0: love Master System box art it's my favorite <laughs> box people that think the original Mega Man box art is bad you need to Google Master System box art it looks like it was drawn by me it's, on it's paper <laughs> yeah on grid paper and they don't even use the whole sheet of paper. They just use like 25% of it. I fucking love it. Um, But yeah, no. So it looks good. So let's, yeah, let's talk about like the one. I like almost everything about this game. It's fun to play. It's fun to look at. Um, The one thing about it, if we're going to get into the negative, we'll do the negatives and we'll get into the positives is there's just, and I don't even know if it's a fair, I don't even know if this is a negative actually, but like, there's not a lot. Here's your one. There's not a lot of meat on this bone. Like this is a very basic video game. Oh yeah.
1: No upgrades, no no nothing. You got your guy with a gun with a happy face in the back and you fly around, you shoot everything.
0: that's it yeah, <laughs> that's but <a> like <laughs> I don't even I don't even know if you can criticize it for that because it's a game from eighty five and like I love so yeah, okay, so let's just before we get into the rest of it, maybe we should explain what it is for anyone that hasn't played it. So um, go ahead. you try to try to explain this if you can't, I will, but go ahead yeah,
1: no, it so it's a third person shooter essentially, but it's a rail shooter. It's not like anything like gears or nothing like that. And everything's coming at you, and you can basically cover the whole screen because you can fly up and down, left, right, any way you want to go. You have one weapon, and that's it. Everything has basically one weapon as well. You have enemies coming at you, left, right, and center. You have obstacles to, to get around. Some obstacles you can destroy, some you can't, and anything can kill you. It's one hit death. Anything yeah. to kill it. Um, but it's it's almost it'd be almost like if you take um, Space Invaders and instead of looking up, you're looking from behind the ship. Is yeah, what I would kind of describe it as the
0: the game. You know, the game I was thinking of when I was playing it was, uh, and I know not a lot of you have probably played it, but it was Gunsmoke. Yeah, and yeah. and it's like for anyone that's never played Gunsmoke, and there's a ton of games like this. Uh, that's like a top-down shooter. Where the game is auto-scrolling up, and so you're always walking toward the top of the screen. Enemies are coming at you from all sides, and you're just shooting, 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 and anything you touch is a one-hit kill and it, it'll kill you. And that was that's basically what this was, but imagine a design like Star Fox, where it's behind you and you're flying toward shit, and you're everything's flying past you on the ground and in the sky and everything. And I I I was a little bit nervous when I started playing this that I wasn't gonna like it because I uh, notoriously I'm not the biggest Star Fox fan, and I do take some heat for that, which I'll accept. I just it's fuck I hate Slippy so much. <laughs> I hate <laughs> that. <laughs> Star <list. laughs> Fox help me. Fox help me. Fox help me. Fucking eat them. Leave me alone. Um, but generally, I like the kind of rail shooters and the shoot 'em ups and stuff like that. The one hit kills. And so once I actually started playing it, and I realized just what it was, I was like, "Oh no, I this is my jam!" And I I really enjoyed playing this game. I I, I will say, uh, it is it is it is hard as fuck. Oh yeah. yeah, it is hard as, and I I chalk that up primarily probably to being an arcade game where their object was to get another twenty five cents. Oh hundred percent out, of your, out yeah. of your pocket. But have you beat it?
1: Uh, when I was a kid, yeah, I was playing it. After I told, I gave the suggestion to the game. Not a chance now. I don't know no. if my forty-four-year-old fingers can't move that fast anymore, or what it is, but yeah, it's 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 tough. It's and fucking
0: it, tough, man.
1: Especially if you miss, if you miss a shot when a, a horde of enemies come at you and they get all their shots off at you at once, you can't
0: see anything. No. And that, and I guess like if I am doing, so like I want to, I want to officially withdraw the criticism that there's not a lot of meat on the bone. It's an arcade game from the eighties. doesn't need to have a lot of meat. I understand what it is and that's fine. But what I will legitimately criticize, maybe my one major criticism of it is uh, it's, it's, it's not, I'm not criticizing it because it's hard, but like part of the reason it's hard is because the, is the main character named Harrier, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even know.
1: Like is I don't he? I think is... he has a name.
0: Whatever. Yeah. Well, we're going to call him here. <laughs> yeah, he's just some dude. Like the main guy you control that's like flying around and shooting toward the So imagine like you're playing Star Fox, but instead of Star Fox's ship, you're controlling just a dude with like a jetpack and jeans and a giant laser gun that he's just shooting toward the enemies in front of him. Um the one issue I have with this game is he's huge. And he oh, yeah. looks nice and bright and colorful. But, dude, it is so, I don't know, like, I'm sure it was by design. It is so hard sometimes to see the shots that are coming at you. Oh, yeah. Like, to see around him. Uh, Especially because you need to line up his shots. And so you almost need to be in the line of fire to line up his shots to shoot at the enemies.
1: Yeah, there's there's some times where it's just best to actually not shoot and just let the enemies fly past you because you don't need to kill everything. No. Sometimes, like, if I'm in a spot where there's a lot of obstacles on the ground because they've got like different towers and stuff like that. And there's just one too many enemies on the screen. I'm just focusing on trying to get around everything and let them fly by and I'll move on to the next thing.
0: Yeah, I I think that comes down to like, because to me with these old games, like I'm a huge Miss Pac-Man fan and there's the same strategy to Miss Pac-Man to me that there is in this. Like when I'm playing, I can go for one of two things. I can either go for a high score or I can try to see how many levels I can beat. And if I'm going for the high score, then I'm shooting at everything and taking the licks because I'm like, I need every kill for the points. If I'm just trying to beat levels, then yeah, there's a lot of times where I'll just try to stay out of the ship's way. Actually, dude, that's another game this reminded me of was like Galaga, but in 3D. And I'm a huge Galaga fan. I love it.
1: Did you notice the score on this game? It doesn't stop scrolling? (laughs) Yeah, I did. So as you're running or flying, your score just continuously goes. As long as you're moving, your score is going. And that's, you get I can't remember exactly how many points, but you get free men from so many points, right? So yeah, even if you're not killing something, you're still kind of progressing to that uh, free man, which, yeah. God, you need later on in this game.
0: Bro, <laughs> I think that's a testament to how hard this game is when they're like, we give one-ups when you earn enough points, and we know how badly you're going to need the one-ups that we're going to give you points just for not dying.
1: Oh, like, exactly.
0: second <laughs> you don't die, here's 10 points. Because they're like, you're going to need these fucking lives. Um, yeah, and, they, and then they limit
1: your lives, and they limit your continues for the uh, or, or the system port as well. So I think you yeah. need five, five continues, and that, that's it.
0: Which I thought, admittedly, was a little bit, like, I guess, okay, but I was reading later that I guess there's, like, another mode in it where you can have infinite continues. Oh, it's the, like, the second ages version? Yeah. yeah. There's, like, a separate mode where you get extra continues, and these two, like, statues fly along you. And they'll absorb hits for you to help buy. You. Like it's basically like a, an easy mode, which admittedly yeah, okay. I wish I'd known prior to an hour before this podcast. Cause I would have tried it on that boat <laughs> because I could Shit. not for the life of me beat it, playing it legit so far. You can make it, <laughs> but, but there was like, yeah, there's like, there's literally moments where these like rows of, cause it's, it's just nonstop waves of enemies and, and like barriers on the ground. So like, and that's one of the things that adds to the difficulty too. So the ships are flying in front of you and they're shooting at you or they're just flying right at you and they're going to hit you. But yeah. then also on the ground, there's trees, there's, like, big rock pillars, there's, like, giant enemies. And if you touch any of them, it kills you, too. And that's another thing that adds to the difficulty is that, like, I'm trying to watch the sky to watch the the, the projectiles that the enemies are shooting at me. But I'm also trying to watch the ground to make sure I don't stay too low and fly into a tree or fucking oh, yeah. something like that.
1: There's definitely some uh, the towers and that that are on the bottom that are put in a way that you can't get around them if you get over there. At the wrong time like they yeah they got some pretty good troll jobs in this game
0: oh buddy yeah they do because <laughs> i i think i died more at the hands of the shit on the ground than i did the stuff the worst coming at thing me this die at
1: is that one-eyed woolly mammoth and it just stares at you after you've run into it yeah You're yeah like, ah, you
0: fucker like it's just mocking you like you yeah. dumb but no but there was a few moments where I'm, I'm playing it and it's like a row of enemies especially in the early levels like a row of enemies will come into the screen and it'll be like a say a chain of like five spaceships, and they they all fly in, and you can see them off in the distance in like a synchronized like line pattern. And then they'll do like a loop, and then they'll start coming toward you and shooting at you. And that was where I was really like, this is Galaga, where yeah. it's like a line of enemies coming in from the side of the screen. And if you're quick on the trigger, it's like pew 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 pew, and you take them all out before they have a chance to do anything to you. Yeah. And it's just and it's- so satisfying when you land that chain of shots.
1: Oh yeah, Shock when you get rid of all, and you just have like that half a second to just breathe before the yes next and,
0: and that's what it is you get literally like a third of a second to be like ah, <laughs> and then something fucking kills you anyways uh <laughs> fuck me but no i i yeah i i just uh, i it's it's really it's it's okay so we've kind of explained what the concept of the game is so now we can kind of get into the next thing i wanted to quickly touch on too was like we've already mentioned the graphics but it's not just the sprites of like the character and the enemies and the obstacles and shit like that. But like the way the ground is flying past underneath you, it's, um, I'm, I'm missing the word of like, what kind of plaid is that? It's like a checkerboard almost. It's yeah. Like checkerboard, yeah. Uh, and fine. I, and I think that's a brilliant choice, much like F zero uses those, those dots on either side of the screen. And you could, you have like, instead of it being a a, a flat, plain surface, the nonstop changing of colors shows you just how fast it feels like it's flying by you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, that pattern was perfect for that because oh. it gives you, it gives you something to kind of keep your eye on to make you feel like you're going faster than you might be. Right. Like it, yeah. it was, it was a good, de, a good design choice there for that.
0: I was brilliant. It never doesn't feel like you're just, you're fucking flying. And even, and what's really brilliant about it is that it's the whole screen. So like when you're looking, when you're, when you're, if you've never played this game, your camera sets up behind the main character, but then it's almost like you could always see the, the horizon in the distance and the top half of the screen, most of the time is like the sky or some, some kind of, you know, whatever you're seeing off in the distance. And then the bottom half is this checkerboard. And what's really, what I think what's really brilliant about it is that. Even if you're completely dialed into the enemies and the obstacles you're trying to avoid and fight and everything, you're never not aware of how fast the ground is flying by you underneath.
1: Yeah. So the, the, the illusion those, never goes away. Yeah. And then there's that one when you progress so far, Those uh, there's a couple of levels where it's like you're in a tunnel or it mm-hmm. shrinks down. And then it feels like you're going even faster when that happens.
0: Dude, those are, yeah. So like there's a couple of levels where literally the design on the ground also goes to above you. And then there's just a thin line and yeah, it feels like it's, it feels like it's closing in on you. Like the, the yeah. floor and the and the ceiling are crushing you. Yeah. And uh, those are actually my favorite levels in the game are those ones. Kinda, I just think there's panic a
1: little up. when you're in there trying to dodge everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think it's, I think it's brilliant design because it's not, I never found it distracting, but I was always conscious of it being there. Yeah. And I think that's it couldn't have been done any better. I, I fucking, I love those designs. Um, So then most levels, yeah, you're just fighting wave after wave of enemies. And then at the end of the level, you fight a boss. And I got to tell you, dude, I don't know about you. Those, the dragon bosses uh, own my soul. (laughs) I don't know what it is. The other bosses (laughs) I can beat, those dragons, they're they're awesome looking dragons. They're made of like a dozen like circles, like flame circles. And then the front one is a dragon head. And it's cool because they'll bounce away from you and you can watch them bounce away. Then you'll see them turn around in the distance and come back at you. Then they start spitting fire at you. And I could never master shooting them without getting caught in their fire at the the same time. Yeah. You
1: gotta, you gotta get at them right away when you see them in the distance.
0: Just start hammering them.
1: Yeah. And then if, because the enemies aren't like the bosses aren't hard. Like to, they're, they're not bullet sponges or anything like that. It doesn't take a lot nope. to kill them. not at it's all. It's just when they're shooting their fire at you, you just have to be aware of it. And yeah. the best time to get them is either right when they're first coming up, or when they first turn around and you can just unload on them.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Because once they get close to you, the if it gets back to the point I was making earlier too, like your character takes up so much of the screen, it can be difficult to see what's in front of him. Oh, and then yeah, you're trying to line up your shot while not getting hit by his shots that are coming at you. And it's it can just it's a lot to take. It's hard to it's hard to see everything. So you're right. Like I know that was when I started to get better at the game, every time they would turn around and start to fly away from me, I was mashing shoot for all it was worth <laughs> and just cheesing off. And like you could cheese the switch port and hold the trigger for like the auto fire, but I was trying to play at the old school just mash A the whole just time. Mash right? it, yeah
1: yeah that the uh, the double-headed dragon can be a pain in the ass when they both oh. start shooting at you at the same time oh
0: <laughs> don't even get me like uh, so i think the furthest i got was level nine okay um and that was once like usually i'm lucky if i make it so i think i think level five is the first bonus level where you ride the white dragon yeah
1: the guy that reminds you that, uh, of uh Volkor from never ending story I, I, you probably have you probably I never seen saw that. it. I, I know. I
0: haven't seen it. But yes, he does remind me of, of Bacor. Yes, agree. 100%. Um, absolutely. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So,
1: did you find it odd, though, that at the book, because I think there's two bonus stages throughout the whole game. The whole purpose of the bonus stage is to destroy trees and to look at this thing's ass.
0: Yes. Like
1: it's, its ass is right there the whole time.
0: <laughs> yes. I did want to point that out for some reason. It's like, it's this, it's because he's a cool looking dragon. He's like a big, mean dragon, but he's all white and fuzzy, like an abominable little snowman thing. And it's like, I like it. And you like get He's your friend and you ride his back and it's awesome. But then, yeah, when he takes off, it's just for some reason, they put this like hairy, white, pasty ass sticking out of the back <laughs> of his hair. And that's what you get to look at. And I found that hilarious and odd at the same fucking yeah. time that that every
1: was. time it's just like what is happening why am yeah.
0: I looking at this I'm, I'm <laughs> glad it's not just me I didn't want to say it and then have you be like no dumbass that's his tail or fucking something I'm definitely like it's not, not a tail That's a. a it's clearly a rear end um <laughs> but yeah and I do agree with you like especially in a game because like again I, I don't I don't know if they were inspired by Galaga or anything with this game, but you, I can see the Galaga influence in this game. Well, they had they had to have been. Yeah, because Galaga had the bonus levels too. And so I saw the bonus levels and I was like, fucking A. And I'm thinking, the first time I get to the bonus level, uh, I'm thinking, well, this dragon must just have insane firepower. And it's just gonna be wave after wave of like ships coming at us and we just destroy everything and get all these points. And then you realize that like, no, the, the dragon literally just never stops doing like an arching jump. And all and you down, need to do, is, and forth. yeah. And all you need to do is steer them into the trees on the ground. And you're right. I don't understand why it. are we destroying the trees? Why is that? I'm trying to
1: save this planet. Let me drive this dragon into a tree face first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> while staring at its ass. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, very, very odd uh, bonus levels. I, I never, I was confused by that as well. I, dude, honestly, the first time I got, because it took me two or three tries to even make it to the fifth level to get to the bonus level, and then mm-hmm. when I did. Um, I didn't get any points cause I didn't, I didn't realize I was supposed to be destroying the trees. I thought I was like <laughs> yeah, missing something.
1: It, I even remember as a kid being like, what am I supposed to do here? Cause you just go back and forth and then you realize, oh, okay. I can make him go back and forth. And then yeah. you're like, oh, you want to smash a trees so you can get free lives here. It's all about yeah, getting yeah. free lives.
0: Yeah, it is. And like, and like, I'm positive it was like fucking half a million points or something to get a life. Like it's, they're not, they're not very, uh like when you play pac-man you get an extra life at ten thousand points and if you're good you get that in the first level yeah like this cave, they're like hey if you can make it to about level six maybe we'll throw you one more yeah. like it, we'll, it is we'll throw fucking, you a bone. Yeah, yeah it is fucking vicious so uh and i want to get into that a little bit more i want to get into the soundtrack is dope i want to get into the the segues from levels to levels i want to get into a whole bunch of stuff but before i do any of that i really need to drink of water so let's pause And we'll hear a quick word from uh, one of our beloved, beloved sponsors. Look, we've all been there. You're on your computer. You're plugging away at a project or a video or a podcast. And then somehow you lose your work. The computer crashes. You drop your phone on the delete key. Your hard drive isn't terraformed or whatever it is. Lightning strikes the transmitter. Doesn't matter. Bottom line, your work is gone and it's devastating, which is why you need backup. Literally in the form of CrashPlan. They're offering a free trial of their computer backup services and some special deals. All for the hot dogs at CrashPlan.com slash RTG. CrashPlan is the ultimate computer backup service. Whether you're just a solo internet renegade like myself or you run a business with a bunch of people all click clacking away. CrashPlan hangs out in the background while you work and every 15 minutes they encrypt and backup all the files on your computer that have changed in that time. So if your computer decides to jerk you around and they do and you lose your work a backup is waiting for you and it's not a backup from yesterday it's a backup from the last 15 minutes come on now that's that's pretty sweet and not only are they saving the most recent versions of your work they can back up unlimited versions of your work so it's like a rewind button realize you screwed something up an hour ago just rewind an hour go find an old version of it and you're just like that you're done you're back to the races it's awesome time is money don't waste your day redoing your work in a rage-filled stupor if something goes wrong check out crash plan invest in a safety net and save yourself a ton of time and stress when your computer decides not to play nice Seems like a no-brainer to me. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited-time buy-one-get-one offers for Remember the Game listeners. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG. Back up better with CrashPlan. All right, that was... Ah, fuck, I love water. Water is so good water <laughs> quick story uh, sorry we're gonna talk space harrier but you, you know how i am uh i saw mc hammer years ago uh performed for 20 bucks at like an event center here in edmonton it was fucking awesome it was one of the funnest concerts ever but like he did three or four songs nobody knew and then he did two legit to quit and then he did a bunch of songs nobody knew and then he did pray and then he did some songs nobody knows and then he's like oh it's hot here he's like someone bring me some water and he gets a bottle of water and he's like takes a big swig of this bottle of water and he's like oh man Edmonton you can't touch water and the whole crowd just started to go off and then he's like (laughs) I said you can't touch water and we all got excited And then he's like Edmonton and he holds up the water he's like can't touch this and then he went into this song (laughs) just yeah I don't know why I think of that every time I talk about water I think of this this time drunk Adam got super excited to see MC Hammer for The only
1: time, whenever MC Hammer gets brought up, I just think of Homer time, when Homer bought the, yeah. uh, the game. <laughs> <laughs> when he bought his van. he made it Homer time. Oh, fuck.
0: MC Hammer. I love that guy. Anyway. Or maybe I should. Okay. Let me just stay for the record. I love that guy. a <clears> Google <throat> of what he's been up to for the last seven or eight years. Because I would hate to say, like, oh, I love that guy. And then find out that he's. I think
1: he's a preacher now.
0: Okay. if All right. Like, as long as he's not just, like, a horrible human being or anything. No, I like think he
1: before. became a preacher. I think that's okay. what he does now. All right.
0: Well, I'm a fan. I love that man. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, back to spa- I guess that's topical because MC Hammer was probably big when Space Harrier fucking came out. Um, yeah, most <laughs> one of the other things I really like about this game is, and you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but I wanted to circle back to it to talk about it. Uh, I-, I like that there's no power ups. Yeah. You know, yeah, like it's,
1: it's a very basic, simple game. Yeah. And you just, you got your gun, you're going to shoot stuff. That's like,
0: it. <laughs> I'm honestly trying to think of like, what's the last game? Like, like is I think space invade. Cause even Galaga, you can get a second ship on you. Pac-Man, yeah. you can get the, the power pellet and eat the, the dots. I'm like space invaders. Maybe like there's maybe. just, I can't
1: even remember if that has any, any, experts. yeah. Like,
0: that might be it. Like there's just, there is like, if you're listening to this and you've never played this game outside of the occasional extra life, if you get enough points, like you're not picking up extra lives, you're not picking up momentary invincibility, dude, there is like, like if you die, cause one hit kills you and you die and then you're not paying attention, you die again. Oh yeah. <laughs> like th- like this got game. That. What, what is it?
1: Like one second when it goes, get ready and you can move yourself somewhere. <laughs> yeah.
0: <across the> board. <laughs> like one second, get ready. And then you're fucking dead again. I was playing it this morning. And I had a run where I lost three lives in about 10 seconds. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like I got killed on the ground. So then as soon as I got back into the game, I went up into the sky. I got shot. So then I went back down to the ground and got killed again. And I was like, get the fuck away from me. It yeah, is and I'm done vicious. with this. <laughs> oh my God. But I, I kind of like, listen, I love power-ups, right? Like, and I, and I do think there would be some more, I would hear an argument that maybe there's a little bit more replayability to this game. If there was some kind of like, you could pick up a double gun, or or something, uh, but I also even the odd
1: missile or something to fire. Sure,
0: with. yeah, like a bomb you could throw or clear the screen or something. But I gotta say, man, like I I'm a big fan of old school arcade high score cabinets like this Pac Man, Galaga, Burger Time. Like I love those old school games where they're simple and it's just about trying to get his you know points and stuff. And uh, maybe it's just the old man in me. But I have a soft spot for a game like this where they were like, "There, there is nothing here. It's just, just you, you and, and your and gun. <laughs> yeah, you and a button. Yes. And it's like, and I hope you're quick on that button. Um, have you ever played an arcade version of it? Like the I on a cab?
1: I haven't played the arcade version of it, but I looked it up just to see what it looked like. And it's actually, it's one of the cabinets you sit in.
0: And it's oh, no got, shit. Like, the,
1: the stick in front of you and the button to the side oh dude it's a pretty pretty wicked looking machine
0: oh i'm looking at it right now that's fucking awesome wow dude i gotta like i would love to play this on an old school arcade cabinet yeah just i think these games like listen the home ports of these types of games and everything are, are great and i'm i'm so glad i was literally just reading uh a day or two ago an article about how some group is saying that like 87% of video games made are at risk of being lost forever or something like they're not available anywhere. And so I'm always in favor of seeing old games get modern ports. So they're not again, lost to to time, but my God, what I would love to just, I think games like this, like Galaga, like burger time, those like they're, they're meant like they're meant to be played in their original cabinet form yeah there's a
1: uh, every year I go to fan Expo in Toronto, which is like Canada's comic con like their biggest one and they always have a uh, a group that does a retro arcade they they rent out one of the rooms and they bring out all the old retro cabinets, the original cabinets and it's still a quarter to play so you go give them five bucks they give you five bucks and quarters and it's one quarter and off you go That's it's so sick. much fun so oh, much fun to just be in there
0: that'd be so i I will always be a sucker for those like dude, it can be a game I've never I'll be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I I, uh, I, I I don't I guess I'd heard the name space Harrier, but I knew nothing of this game uh coming it, It's into a dead game. franchise
1: too right Like they only came out with three three games and then they just kind of right left it as it is
0: yeah. and if I was walking through like an arcade and I saw this cab, it looks like now that I've played it and I know how much fun the game is, I'd be like, I gotta play this. but I don't think I would have played it beforehand because I didn't know. Yeah. uh but even if it's a even if it's an arcade cabinet i've never heard of no idea what it is you know when you're at like a a fucking laundromat a bowling alley a, a convenience store a small town anywhere if you see an art like i don't know about you like i can't help but i can't not look at an arcade cabinet when i see it oh yeah
1: they they, they draw me to them too I right I love there's just our something. youth uh, right that's that's what we did we didn't yeah we didn't sit on our computers downstairs or play consoles. We went to the arcade and yeah. dumped way too much money in the games we could never beat.
0: Well, and I and and shout out to Sega because Sega, I did a lot of not a lot, but I did some homework into like Sega's arcade history. I knew a little bit of it. I've read books about Sega and stuff, but I, I did a little bit of looking into it when I uh, was getting ready for this episode. And like, man, oh man, like what I wouldn't give to have a couple of other cabinets today. Like they were, they were on their fucking game with these cabs.
1: Yeah, they were. They they knew what they were doing when they yeah. were
0: in arcade cabinets. Like, uh, which yeah.
1: which makes sense why they ported so many as well, right? Like, they totally. had the arcade market.
0: Yeah, and I'm slowly experiencing. Like, I've 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 played uh, Altered Beast. I've played uh, Golden Axe. I've played Space Harrier. I've played Wonder Boy. Like, I'm slowly experiencing all these games for the first time and just loving them. Uh I really have become much a much bigger Sega fan uh in the last three or four years than I ever imagined I would be. And it's yeah, not a fanboy. Don't, don't blame thing. the
1: consoles. The games are great, not the consoles. The, the <laughs> games are great,
0: agreed. And like some of these like less is more basic, super easy to play uh arcade games are just some of the like this is one of those games that's just a it's just fun. It's just you can play it for 20 minutes and you're probably good. Uh, but it, it's just a fun fucking video game. You don't have to think
1: when you play it either, right? Like, No. You're not worried you don't. about, like you said, there's no power-ups. So you're not worried about trying to build your character, right? You just fly around, hit a button, and you can relax. Yeah. And then move on be, when you're done with it.
0: Be a great game to play at like a bar when you're drunk with your friends. And just take oh, it yeah. With the exception of the fact that it might make you puke. <laughs> that it, is true. <laughs> it, it might make you puke because it's going so fast. Um, and that's something I wanted to get back to too is... Not only with how fast the levels move, but you know what I I really, really liked was when you beat a level, there's no load screen. There's no stop. Oh yeah, it, it doesn't stop at all. Yeah. Right? It, it's this like this checkerboard ground underneath you. It's like you just reach the top of a hill and now you're going down the other side. And it, it just looks different. But it just says like stage two. And the yeah, colors and it, change. The colors
1: change a bit. Some of the enemies sometimes change a bit. But besides that, yeah, you're just constantly going. You never. I love that. You like, never don't have control of your character.
0: No, just silky, silky, silky smooth. I, I fucking, I thought that was such a smooth thing. Like you fight the boss, and then it just translates, and then like you get to the bonus level, and then that just transitions into the next level. I'm a little bit concerned. Why can't I just ride the white dragon the rest of the way? But <laughs> whatever. Um, silky, silky smooth. And I gotta tell you, dude, uh, a lot of the music in these old games is pretty forgettable, in my opinion. This game's got a pretty begging soundtrack.
1: Yeah, like the main, the main, the main theme is pretty good. But then almost every boss has its own uh, theme as well, right? Like as you're getting closer to the boss, the the main screen kind of or the main uh, stage theme kind of fades out, and then the boss's music kicks in afterwards, and you know it's like, all right, time to go. Let's do yeah. this. Yeah,
0: and it's it's, I don't um. Like, I don't want to say that, I like, I, I can't help but feel like this game was influenced by games like Galaga. But I also look at, like, I look at an F-Zero, and I'm like, was F-Zero influenced by this? Because I feel like it might have been. Like, it could have been. Like, just the way the ground is flying by, and the banging soundtrack that just, like, I was, I, I normally play my old school games like this with the sound pretty down, if not off. Like, I play them while I'm watching TV or whatever. But yeah. there were a few instances playing this game over the last couple of weeks to get ready for the show where I had the music up and I was like, man, this fucking soundtrack is really good. Like, I'm getting pissed off because I'm dying so much, but I'm enjoying <laughs> this music while I'm dying, you know.
1: At least the music is calming my soul.
0: <laughs> yeah. At least I'm, I'm, at least I'm having fun while I'm getting my fucking ass beat. Because uh, <laughs> this game, so like you've been playing it recently, because I want to talk a little bit about the Switch port of it, too. Uh, yeah. Have you been playing it a little bit to get ready for this, or are you yeah, just going yeah. on memory? No, I
1: I, I uh, bought it on the Switch
0: and was playing yeah. it on the Switch. How how far can you get?
1: Oh, I think about the same as you. I think yeah. I got to about level nine. Like, and I, I I ended up watching a playthrough just to refresh my memory for the rest of it. Yeah. And I
0: go it's ahead. So good, it's such dude. A good yeah, thing. <laughs> it's funny because I wonder if we watched. I watched one on YouTube. It was like seventeen minutes long yeah of a dude playing it and uh and i and i wasn't trying to cheap out i i was like i was like i i can't beat this and i was like i'm not good <laughs> and i want to see how it ends because i was curious if there was like a final boss the fucking final boss is like a boss rush
1: yeah the and fuck is you, that yeah you do the boss rush and then you get the the final final boss which is that fire dragon that moves about i don't know 100 percent faster than any other boss
0: <laughs> that's insane I was, I was shocked when I saw that, like, cause I was like, again, I understand it's arcade cab and the whole point of these old arcade cabs is to take your quarters. I get that. They want to kill you. I've played the Simpsons beat them up. The turtles game. I understand, but I was shocked at like, if you fucking like, I can't imagine how many quarters you'd have to sink into this thing to get good enough to get to the end. And then you get to the end and you have to fight all the bosses. And then this fucking super dragon too. Like, <laughs> Jesus, just give me a fucking bone and say, congratulations. Again though,
1: like the bosses aren't bullet sponges. Like you're not sitting there for a long period of time. If you get a few shots off, you can take them out pretty quick.
0: I agreed. And I and I think I think one of the other things I like about this game is uh I don't maybe some people would argue with me, but like I don't I don't think it's cheap. Like in the way it kills you. I think it's overwhelming, but I think it's it's tough but fair. I think if you if you practice it and you put your time in uh you can you can memorize these levels and, and like you said figure out the strategies to just destroy the bosses as quick as possible and I, I really do feel like this and that's where i think there's some merit to the home port not just because you know sega released their home console and needed games and they're like well we own these games let's port them to the home console but like if i'd own this game as a kid i would have played this game like a motherfucker because i would have been bound and determined to get good enough to beat it
1: oh exactly yeah it same as when I had it. It was like, okay, so I made it to stage five this time. Let's go a little further. Oh, yeah. Now I'm at seven. Okay, now I'm at 10. And you just you just want to get further and further and further. And yeah. you want it, like like you said, you, you start memorizing the early levels. And then next thing you know, you're not dying until you hit level seven. And then you're yeah. not dying until you hit 10. And
0: yeah. It, it's, I, it's so I, fun. It is, dude. Yeah, I went on a run last night where I got to level three without dying. And that may not sound impressive to some of you, but. I was, I was well, pretty play the game off. Play the game first. Yeah, minutes, on yeah, person. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to level three and then, and then shit went off the rails. But cause I'd played those first couple levels so much. I kind of knew what was coming. Uh, like in level one, you know what impressed me when I, the very first time I played it, you know what impressed me was in level one. There's the, the, um, like these three black orbs that form like a triangle. Yeah. 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 Uh, I thought they were so cool. They destroyed me. But then so I realize they all open at
1: the same time and they all fire at you at the same yeah, time. Yeah.
0: But but then you realize, like, okay, I know they're going to open. So I'm like, I'm down at the bottom left one as soon as he opens and then rip it over and take it. And it's so satisfying. It's one of those, and I love these types of games. It's one of those games that rewards practice. Yeah. yeah um, 100% it does. 100%. There's no randomization, I don't think. Like, no, I, it, I think it, everything
1: it, is pretty, like, every enemy has a pattern. You just got to learn the pattern of each enemy. But, yeah. But, the further you get, there's like, there is a lot of different enemies and the further you get, they start mixing them in together. So now you're trying to remember the pattern of enemy A and D at the same time. And it's all about memorization.
0: Yeah. And, and I think, uh, you know, again, like where I, where I found it got a little bit overwhelming, um, which is not a bad thing, but it was when I, when I've got a, you know, half a dozen enemies in the sky, either shooting at me or flying toward me. And while I'm dealing with them, I can't go to the bottom of the screen to like hide because it's full of trees and fucking pillars and shit. But yeah. once you know what's coming where, it's dude, when you're f- like, there's some times where I'll, I'll stick to the ground because I don't feel like fighting anybody. And then yeah. all I'm focusing in on is what's coming toward me so I can dodge around these. Just that is very satisfying.
1: Did you notice, because there, there's a couple stages where there's actually like bushes on the ground. You can trip over the bushes. You don't die, but oh, you no, actually I- trip and there's you're... you're your sprite actually you can see his like legs go up and over and then he stands back up and keeps running like it's pretty neat like oh, you don't sick. slow down but you'll trip over and keep moving forward and then you pop back up
0: but <laughs> no. if you trip
1: at the wrong time you get shot right so.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah they're, they're a pack of wolves the fucking enemies this game. they see a chance oh, they're gonna fucking was. but um because i looked up the manual to it after i was playing it for a little bit and i have said this to people uh, I've been saying this on the show for years. If you experience a fir- uh, a retro game for the first time, if at all possible, look up the like they were designed for you to read the manual. And I, I was like, this one doesn't. This one you don't really need to read the manual. It's it's no. a very, <laughs> very very basic game. But the one thing I did notice in the manual, which I, I should have known, I've played video games, I should have known this. It was a great tip. Was they were like, let the enemy shoot, then move. And I've been doing that in games for fucking thirty five years. But it's like draw their draw their fire to you, and then move over, and it'll. They're gonna go. They're not gonna shoot where you're going. They're gonna shoot where you were when they shot. Yeah. Um, and that actually legitimately helped me. I really did start to get better. The enemies that were fucking me up were the ones that shoot multiple times.
1: Yeah. Or like did if, you make it to the robots that shoot the rockets at you? Uh,
0: I don't. I don't think so. So Admittedly, they all kind of start to become a blur of just <laughs> trying to kill me. But
1: so later, yeah, later on, you get these robots and they shoot missiles at you, and they almost they're almost homing. They'll they'll kind of stray left or right to you, so you got to kind of be a little bit more careful with those guys. But besides that, anything that shoots those like pellets, yeah, yeah, it's a straight line
0: once they shoot. And even the pellets, I love that. Like they're these glowing like ovals, and they they almost they grow as they're coming toward you. Like yeah. it gives that feeling of, of 3d. Yeah. No, and it's, it's, it's fucking the one thing I, one other thing I found a little bit frustrating was I could never figure out what I could shoot on the ground and what I couldn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. but that it does throw you has-
1: off too. Cause when you're fighting the bosses, everything, it, it makes that ping noise and your bullet deflects, but you're doing damage yeah. when you're on the ground and you'll shoot like a building or a tree and it does the same thing, but you're like,
0: but i can't blow this one up yeah dude i the first time i got to the like i didn't beat the final boss the the boss of the first level the first time that dragon and i got there and i didn't think i was hurting him so i wasn't shooting and i'm like i must have to shoot him in the face or something and then and then when i got back to him the second time because you're right when you shoot him he doesn't flash he doesn't make any kind of indication you've hurt him it's just bing and your shot bounces away and i'm like oh i must not be hurting him and then the second time I got there, I was like, well, I'm just going to pepper them and see if I can find a weak spot. And all of a sudden he blew up and I was like, Oh, for fuck's sakes. So that I was hurting him the whole fucking time. God damn it.
1: I do like though, that they slowly change colors. Like the dragons as you're, uh, yeah. like you said, you don't really know if you're doing damage, but then it'll go. Cause they're usually green, right? So then green to like a yellow orange and then red. So you're like, okay, I'm, I'm doing something here.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, man. It's a fun little game. If you've never played it, uh oh. I was going to say, try it. It's available on, you know, I think just about all the major consoles now is like a Sega Ages game, uh, which are great. Yeah, ports, I think it's I think. only like
1: six bucks too, right? Like it's yeah. Nothing, nothing
0: they're too, dirt cheap. cheap. And they're fun ports. But then I had a lot of people reach out and say, apparently these are playable in like the Yakuza games, oh, like, are which are made by Sega. And apparently you can go to like arcade and play a bunch of old Sega arcade games. And a I lot of know, people have said it, that's Yakuza where they played games, this. So. You what?
1: I've never played an Akusa game, so I.
0: They're 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 good. They're fun. Um, I get asked about them. I'm like, they're too long, so why I don't play them. But
1: that's the thing. Like, there's only I only have so much time for long games.
0: Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And that was one of the reasons I love this one because I was like, fuck yeah, ten minutes a game, I'm in. That's what I'm talking about. But it it went from like, oh, I don't have to play this a couple of times and I'll be good to go to being like, before I know it, I've spent an hour doing run after run after run on this stupid fucking game.
1: Um, it hooks you in, that's for sure. Once it you start does. getting, getting yeah. good at it
0: a fun game i i love it i love the soundtrack i love the graphics i like the simplicity of it um I, I i another classic sega game like i put it like i'm a big fan now of golden axe and altered beast like i love those two games yeah
1: those and, are great
0: games oh and i put this one of that same class like it's got me wanting to play uh i really want to play outrun that's the one that i keep seeing outrun's me. good too yeah it's really fun yeah it looks fun but, uh, man, you ma- I i will lie to you. I thought you Master System kids had a terrible childhood. But some of your games are pretty neat.
1: Well, you are... may have still had a terrible
0: childhood. I just oh, yeah, I mean, you're child. <laughs> no. uh, I mean, your box art alone was fucking... Your parents clearly didn't like you. If that no, was the box no. art they were buying for you. but. They're like um, we want
1: everything as basic as possible for this kid.
0: Yeah, no, shit.
1: no, no creative uh, influences anywhere.
0: <laughs> I, I cannot, I cannot beg you, listeners, enough. If you've never seen Master System box art, Google some. It is all time, all time. It is fucking incredible. I especially I in the wrestling po- one.
1: Got to look oh, at the wrestling one.
0: Ugh, I want to <laughs> the guy poster. with no head headlocking the guy. That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, do we miss anything? Is there anything uh, you can think of that we haven't yelled out?
1: Great music, great game,
0: hard as fuck.
1: No, I think we got it.
0: I think we've done it all. Um, all right. Well, then, uh, as always, I like to let my, uh, my guests come up with a fun scale. And uh, you said you've got one in mind. What are you thinking?
1: Uh, there's 18 stages in total. So I figured uh, 18 would be a good scale to go with.
0: I wouldn't have believed you if I hadn't watched that playthrough. Because I, I would have been like, I don't think there is an ending. I think they just assumed nobody would ever get past like level seven. It
1: just I, keeps going and going. Yeah, and going. yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: all right, I like that. I like that scale. So then, dude, uh, as as uh, as the guest of honor, out of eighteen, what score are you going to give your beloved Space Harrier?
1: There's a lot of nostalgia to this game too, so I'm going to give it a sixteen out of eighteen. Ooh. it was so, it was so fun. It was it was a big deal to me. So,
0: I mean. Like I have, I have like, I have literally ten days of nostalgia for this game. Maybe (laughs) Uh, I just it was like, listen, I I love modern games as much as the next person. I'm playing Final Fantasy 16 right now, fucking loving it. Zelda was rad. I can't wait to play Spider Man. Like, I love modern games, but I will always, always be a sucker for the classic arcade, simple mash a button. I, I love these types of games. So with no nostalgia and no chance at ever beating it, I'm still going to give it like, yeah, I'll give it a 14 out of 18. It's just a great video game. This is Definitely. when I think. I think of everybody retro, should try it. Everybody should try 100%. it. For sure. When I think of retro gaming, this is the kind of shit I think of. Uh, and I just, th- this stuff just, I just, I just, not, I, I literally, the only bad thing I have to say about it is it's hard to see around the guy. And and I think that was a conscious decision. Um, because yeah. if you make them smaller, uh, I, I think that takes away from the game. Like it's so bright. And you want, this is a game that like, if you saw this in an arcade in like the eighties, you're walking by this, you stop and look, especially when it's sitting next to, again, I love them, but it's sitting next to Pac-Man and, and Galaga. you see this? And you're like, what the fuck is that? Like, it looks like a, it's futuristic looking. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, just a great game yeah i I really really enjoyed it so uh mcg good call thanks for thanks for your patience uh thank you for your generosity and uh thank you for picking such an awesome game i'm a big fan i'm a space harrier have you played space harrier 2
1: i have not played space harrier 2 no
0: i i keep seeing it i think it's on uh this nintendo switch online collection i'm gonna try it now because i want to see I gotta see what the story is with it now, because I'm a fan. I gotta see what the I am a I'm a space harrier guy now. I'm officially I, uh, part of the team.
1: I'm happy you, you enjoyed it. Oh, you always worry when you pick a game for somebody else, right? You're always yeah. like, God, please, please feel at least a little bit of what I felt for it.
0: <laughs> no, dude, I this right up my fuck this scratched my itch. This is right up my alley. Really enjoyed it. Um Perfect. Dude, where uh you are you exist on the internet. If people wanna find bit. you, they wanna find you, where uh, can they find you?
1: I'm on Twitter sometimes probably making fun of people at, uh, at fuzzy gross. Don't ask about it, the name.
0: I, I was, I was good <laughs> And then I was like, you know what? I don't think I want to know why. <laughs>
1: um, and sometimes I'm on Twitch, not very often, but I'm trying to get on more, uh, the underscore McG very simple. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me duty.
0: What do you play over on Twitch? A destiny guy?
1: You're a Uh, destiny guy. yeah, I do destiny. Um, and be the show the odd time. And sometimes I just hook up, uh, my Super Nintendo Mini. Just play some some old SNES games.
0: Fuck yeah! I hear that SNES is pretty good.
1: I've heard that it's okay. Um,
0: Apparently, you're playing with power. Not <laughs> Nintendo Super power. Super Yeah, yeah fuck. I love it, um, buddy. Great to chat with you. Great to have you on the show. Great call. Uh, thanks for doing this, man. Hey, thank you
1: for letting us uh, donate to the kids and helping up the children. That's uh, huge. A huge thing that you do for them somebody well, to look after them
0: yeah somebody's got it's not gonna be the fucking doctors so God, somebody's no. gotta fucking do it you fucking useless <laughs> stuff no okay uh <laughs> good, good good thanks buddy that was fun <laughs> awesome thank you That's going to do it for this week's episode. McG, thank you so much for A tipping me off on Space Harrier, B, making an incredibly generous donation to the Stoller Children's Hospital, and C, your patience, because it took me eight months to play a game that takes 15 minutes. Uh, so thank you for all of those things. And every single one of you nerds, thank you for listening to this. Whether this was your first Remember the Game or your 256th or some other random number, I appreciate it more than you could ever possibly imagine. And if you want more of these, consider hitting us up at patreon.com slash Game. There are hundreds of ad-free bonus podcasts waiting for you and up to four four additional shows going live throughout each week. It's fucking insanity over there. Plus so much other stuff and you're keeping the lights on the bills paid and taking care of the little guy. I appreciate it so, so much. Uh, you can also find me on the old social media and you can find McG on social media. Just look at the description of this podcast. I'm on Twitch. Whenever I feel like getting on there, twitch.tv slash member the game. You should come by and say hi. I never beg for subs or anything. I just want to see your face or at least your text. I guess you to see my face. Uh, it's pretty good times and, uh, I have a PO box. You can find the address at rememberthegamepodcast.com. Just send me some little postcard, a letter. Let me know where you're listening from. I'll send you one back. We'll be friends. I'm very, very behind on sending out thank you cards. I'm actually doing that this afternoon. As soon as I'm done this, I'm going over to get some new passport photos taken. And, uh, yeah, and then I'm going to, uh, yeah, because I'm, I'm running away. And then I'm going to mail out some thank you cards. So if you've been waiting on one, I promise they're coming out soon, okay? Uh, is that everything I wanted to talk about? I think that'll do it. Yeah, I think that'll do it. Uh, I'm going to thank some patrons and get the fuck out of here. I will be back tomorrow with Expansion Pass 169. Where should I start? We'll talk about a whole bunch of topics. Game patch we will be going live on Friday. The FTC... Uh, just failed in their bid to stop Microsoft from buying Activision Blizzard. So we're definitely going to have something to talk about on Game Patch this week. And I'll be back a week from right now with Remember the Game 257, I think, which I think will be about Metroid Prime. All that is subject to change. But hopefully that's where we're headed, okay? Thanks a lot, everybody. Thanks for listening. Oh, leave us a nice review, please. If you like the show, I appreciate those. They make me feel good, okay? Take it easy, everybody. I'll talk to you on the next one. Cheers so long. Goodbye. Remember the Game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not puke up all the content I churn out every week without all of your support. There's a voice crack. The following people are at the Senior, Executive, Vice, President level or higher at patreon.com slash rememberthegame. And as such, I am obligated to thank them as quickly as possible. So a huge thank you to... Nation Mellow Magic Money, Joe Buck, Sharonic, Andre, The Keeks, James Clark, Dave McGee, Dan of DNA Gaming, Slick Rick, Doug Dorn, Chris Fleury, Andrew Wright, Jordan, Frazier Burns, Angry Ticks, Dave Thompson, No One Cares, Scott Brooks, Aaron Lawson, Nathan Trombley, A Town, Morgan, Zane Donovan, Ryan Kinchen, Mike Maloney, G9PSX, Mercury869, Wolfgang Darren, Andy Hudson, Doogie, Wolf Magic K- 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 21 Johnny from Virginia, Joel LeBlanc, Squints, Titan420, Zonko504, Jeff Bergeron, Captain N, Daniel, Tunable Power, John Woodruff, Randy Barridge, Just a Fish, Trevor Leahy, Super Dad Bros Podcast, Denzalo, Holmes, Zach Shepard, Ballsack Teabagger, Chris Dickin, Frosty Feet 492, Triple, Chugger 22, Elijah Burns, Jamre Pram, San Wontonga, DBXJ, Jameer Williams, Steve Dalk, Mizuru, Jurist Dr. Mario, Phil Lencher, Joe the Sandman, Ruben Elizalde, Eric James, Nick Amos, Jake Carter, Thomas Childs, Biddy, Laces Out Dan, Beaver Boy, C-Spin, Thomas Smith, Leroy Westrich, Evolva, Sean Ramos, Stud Still Smash, Gabe, Dan Fuselman, Fuzzy 99, Decoy Man, A Dude Named Adam, Wyatt the Surgeon Who's Not a Surgeon Row, Blaine the Hoagie Man, Scary Terry, Storm Beagle, Antonio Echeverria, Hagel Waffle, High Plains Drifter, Esteban Navarro, K. H. Timothy Jimothy, Joe Stowe, Chris Williams, Oroku Saki's Gardener, Nicole Aldenock, Cody Richardson, General Fury, Them Boys on the Roof, Max Lagroom, current remember the game Hall of Famer Mark McHugh, James Juan Francesco, John of the Adult Children Podcast, Matt Hamilton, Franklin Badge, Juggs Badm K, okay, Sam Carpenter, Donnie the Dude Walter, Nerdy Hybrid, The Fletchman, Colin Bollinger, Sleeper Hit, Squeaknuts. Nuts, Zaius, Timmy the Exuberant Turtle, Brian Neese, nice, Chris Christian Gabriel, Maverick Marty, Radioactive Man, Musty Beetle, Graham Kennedy, I My Foot, John M. Watkins, Timothy Sabrinsky, Beef Dingleberry, Hitchy Poo, Bulma Simp, Chevy Boyd 9211, Burt Macklin, Quiet Place Queen, Cam Nelly 23, Christopher Britt, Zamatos, Big the Cat, Chris Lovin. I can't believe it, like I'm out of breath. I feel like I'm out of shape. Fucking all I'm doing is saying words. Disgusting. Bobby Litton, Brandon Dezeba, <laughs> Kia Pup, Knife Goes and Guts Come Out. AB Killin works for me. Dakota Guy, Alexander Camps, Neil Cooper. Tom Houlihan, Ted Explosion, Ryan Perry, Alex R, It's the Bigfoot, Lucas Valadez, Itchy Nutsiru, Mr. Papa Giorgio, Just Car Prank, Solomon Soto, Dark Skywalter, Postman, West End, Nick Creature, Adam Martinet, NAFE, The Big Deal, Dr. Nightmare23, Kevin Monroe, Can't Destroy Her, Shorzy, Because19, Digital Dave, Lord von Hugendom II, Brian Weber, Frosty Bear, Max Sainz, and Sour Goatface, Alex Ramos, Faded Sufferance, Benjamin Atkins, Robbie DLC, Mellow Yellow 8787, B-Money, Hired Goons, who? Brandon heckle it's OG, Tyler Bauer, Fall of no Kiku, Dill Pickle Rick, E-Man Trucker, Mark Sneed, That One Kid Josh, Raging Irish, Atrio Wormwood, Shoeboxers, Adam Blank, Still is not Review, Mario Galaxy, Jay Callahan, Robbie Air, Guy Who Does Things, Sabin, Brian Richmond, Devilish Saint, Blob, Blobby Rogers, Super Nintendo Chalmers, Glue Scappin. Bula, Adam Blank's Evil Twin, Matt Zeus, Buy Me Bone Storm, Plow King, Cesar, Fill Up My Mouth With Farts, Liquor Like Luigi, Robinson Dickwiddles, Dick Whittles, Cody Thompson, Preston Dylan Tourette, Elephant Calf, Scissor Fist, B.O. Problem. <laughs> That's funny. Big Daddy Randall, Ryan Whitcomb, Flinny123, Is Sarah Flynn, Johnny Zubu81, and AJ Mukherjee. I'm sure I fucked your name up, AJ. That was actually pretty good, other than I was running out of breath and choking on my own spit, my own rage here. Thank you so much, everybody. I appreciate all of you. Take it easy. Talk to you on the next one. Cheers.